98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Bill Robertson. The top stories in a speech marking the 70th anniversary of the People's Republic of China, President Xi says no force can shake the nation. Police say they have seized enough material to manufacture 100 petrol bombs following raids in Wan Chai, and Hong Kong is in partial lockdown as many MTR stations and malls close on fears of more anti-government protests. President Xi Jinping has said no force can shake the Chinese nation as he inspected a huge military parade in Beijing to mark the 70th anniversary of the People's Republic of China. Jimmy Choi reports. President Xi was joined by Premier Li Keqiang, former presidents Jiang Ziming and Hu Jintao, and former Premier Wen Jiabao as they emerged on a podium at the gates of heavenly peace. symbolic 17-gun salute was fired at the Tiananmen Square, and the national flag was raised to begin the ceremony. In his speech, President Xi lauded the country's development and said no force could shake this great nation and stop the Chinese people forging ahead. Dressed in a Mao-style suit, the president also said Beijing would stand by the one country, two systems principle and maintain the long-term prosperity and stability of the Hong Kong and Macau SARs. Mr. Xi then inspected long lines of People's Liberation Army troops as his open-topped car drove down Chang'an Avenue before returning to the podium at Tiananmen Square. Fighter jets and other military planes took part in the flypast. Hundreds of members from various military units marched through the Tiananmen Square, including female soldiers. New weapons also made a first appearance, including a new intercontinental ballistic missile. Here in Hong Kong, the SAR government has held a flag-raising ceremony at Golden Bohemia Square in Wan Chai to celebrate the 70th anniversary of the People's Republic of China. Robert Kemp has more. Top officials, including the acting chief executive Matthew Cheung and environmental secretary Wong Kam Singh, watched the live broadcast of the ceremony at the Convention and Exhibition Centre. During a reception at the centre, Mr Cheung praised the country's development and achievements since its reform and opening up in the late 70s. Mr Cheung said Hong Kong is the freest and most open city in China and is an important force for the country's technological and strategic development. But he also said radical and violent protest action had disrupted social order and that the public had been shocked and saddened by this unfamiliar Hong Kong. Shortly before the ceremony, a small protest led by Leung Kwok Hung and Avery Ng from the League of Social Democrats took place in Wan Chai. The demonstrators held up a banner calling for the end of one-party rule on the mainland. They were confronted by a small group of people singing the national anthem, forcing the police to intervene to separate the two sides. Officers fired pepper spray during the commotion and subdued a man wearing a blue T-shirt before leading him away to a police vehicle. Police say they have seized enough material to manufacture 100 petrol bombs following raids at various locations in Wan Chai. Five people, including two students, have been arrested. Chan Xiu Cheng is the chief inspector with the Organised Crime and Triad Bureau. During the search of the premises, we uh, seized uh, various um, walkie-talkies, um, two extendable buttons, and 18 litres of uh, electric oils, and also various uh, empty 
uh, glass bottles. So uh, after our initial investigation, we believe that uh, these, uh, the seizures of these items uh, is related to the making of petrol bombs. He also said the force will investigate the funding source of the group. The MTR has now closed a total of 11 stations due to what it described as upcoming public activities, a reference to possible anti-extradition protests. This morning, the railway operator said Causeway Bay, Shamshui Po, Wong Tai Sin, Sha Tin, She Kung Temple, Chun Wan, Chun Wan West and Chun Mun stations would close. That was in addition to Admiralty Wan Chai and Prince Edward that had already been shuttered. The Transport Secretary, Frank Chan, though, said the move was good for passengers. Jimmy Choi reports. Speaking after attending the morning's flag-raising ceremony in Wan Chai, Mr Chen said the MTL's decision was appropriate and good for travellers, the public in general, and was in the interest of safety. Asked by reporters whether shutting down part of the rail network suggested some form of martial law had been imposed, Mr Chen said the overall security situation needed to be considered, especially on National Day. But Democratic Party legislator Lam Chat Ting said the MTR was clearly working with the government to prevent people from taking to the streets. He said millions would be affected. Mr Lam said the move would lead to even more public anger and further protests. The airport authority says all express or e-route buses heading to the airport will now terminate at Tung Chung instead. The move follows online calls to paralyse traffic to the airport. And from 2pm, airport express trains will only take passengers from Hong Kong station to the airport. Trains will not stop at any other stations. Many of Hong Kong's shopping malls are also closed today after police warned of a very, very dangerous situation, claiming hardcore protesters were planning deadly attacks. The MTR's Maritime Square in Singyi, elements above Kowloon Station and Telford Plaza in Kowloon Bay were shut. Online posts have been calling for protest rallies in a number of locations this afternoon. Meanwhile, scores of people have been gathering in Causeway Bay, defying a police ban on a planned protest march from the district. This woman, T.Y., said she came out even though the planned rally was banned and several MTR stations have been closed. We want to show that uh, even though uh, you, uh, you think that this uh, rally is not, is, is not authorised, but we have the right to... For the demonstration, we have the freedom of speech, we have the freedom of assembly. So this is our freedom and it is marked in the basic law. So we want to be here. Three committees of the Democrat-led U.S. House of Representatives have ordered President Trump's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, to send them documents on Ukraine relevant to their impeachment inquiry. The committees said they were looking into allegations that the lawyer acted as an agent of Mr. Trump in a scheme to advance the president's interests. BBC's Gary O'Donoghue reports from Washington. Rudy Giuliani has already acknowledged on national television that he was involved in asking the Ukrainian government to investigate Joe Biden and his son Hunter. Now the Democrat-controlled committees are demanding all the documents, text messages, emails and phone records relating to his contacts going back to January of 2017. A former mayor of New York, Mr Giuliani, has also said publicly that others in the administration were involved in the contacts with Ukraine and a number of his business associates have also been subpoenaed as a result. 
Investigators in the United States have charged a naturalized Chinese man with being a secret agent for the Chinese government. 56-year-old Tu Hua Peng is said to have set up a tour company in California as a cover for passing on national security information. An iceberg measuring 1,500 square kilometres has broken away from the Amory ice shelf in eastern Antarctica. The BBC's Jonathan Amos reports. It's hard sometimes to grasp the scale of the icebergs that carve from Antarctica. This latest one could fit over a quarter of a million football pitches on its wide flat surface. And it's so big it gets a catalogue name, D28. It needs to be tracked because its great bulk could pose a hazard to shipping. Scientists have been waiting more than 50 years for the Amory Ice Shelf to produce a breakaway like this, but they stress it has nothing to do with climate change. Jesse Norman, one of the most renowned opera singers of the 20th century, has died in New York at the age of 74, four years after suffering a severe spinal injury. A native of the US state of Georgia, Jesse Norman sang in church from the age of four, going on to make her opera debut in 1969 in Wagner's Tannhäuser. Her accolades include France's Legion of Honour and four Grammy Awards. The BBC's Charles Haviland looks back at her life. Jesse Norman in 1982 singing Richard Strauss, one of the great German romantics in which she excelled. But she was equally at home in earlier classical era songs and masters of jazz like Duke Ellington. Her status was cemented by her solos at public events, including bicentenary celebrations for the French Revolution and the unveiling of a memorial to the September the 11th attacks. And to end the news, the top stories once again. In a speech marking the 70th anniversary of the People's Republic of China, President Xi says no force can shake the nation. And Hong Kong is in partial lockdown as many MTR stations and malls close on fears of more anti-government protests. The news from RTHK. Thanks, Bill. is kicking off another hour of the greatest hits of music on RTHK Radio 3. It's the greatest hits of music. Holiday Tuesday and Morning Brew gets an extra hour through till 2. Going to be talking to the founder of Hong Kong Rocks in a short while. Find out all about that.
Leaf Garrett, I was made for dancing. Okay, one more song, and then we're going to meet Oliver from Hong Kong Rocks. <laughs> 